Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the morning services. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. Let's have our takeaway point another time. The Bible is a field of hidden treasure. You might not see it at first, just like you don't always see it in a field of hidden treasure, but it is worth digging for until you find it. Now, next, next slide there, Ian, thank you. This is the verse we've had for this year so far. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Can anyone point to where that is on the wall in this church? Anyone point? Yes, it's just out there. It's on the wall in a big poster because that's so important to us. Now, in my box of stuff here, it's not only a Bible treasure box, it has all sorts of other things in it too. So what we have here, so I've got a little lamp and with some stuff. So if we next, next slide a moment. So what we're thinking about here is, there's me hugging a Bible, that's, that's my Bible. I thought, how could I represent me loving it? I thought I'd just give it a big hug, you know, that sounds good. I'm going to talk about how I came to love the Word of God because I didn't always see this light. It didn't, the Bible didn't used to mean anything to me at all. In fact, I would say I was rather troubled by the Bible. I didn't understand it. I didn't feel good about it. I was, I actually just was really not not into it at all. Even though I would have sort of tried to say that I was, I just really wasn't. But you know, no one wants to admit that really, do they? Because it's too embarrassing. But this is my story about how I eventually came to see this light. Now, next slide, Ian, that'd be great. This is a long journey. It happened over many years. And what I'm really thankful for is that God took me on this long journey and he didn't give up on me the whole time. Next one. So the first part of my story starts when, before I was a Christian. When I was at home, I grew up in a family who weren't Christians. And I actually don't think that God, I would have become a Christian at all if it wasn't for this little red Bible that I got when I was in secondary school in year seven. Is anyone here in year seven, by the way? Anyone here in year seven? Oh, oh. <laughs> so what I got, the, the Gideons came in and gave this to me. And I wasn't really into reading, but somehow, and I know this must be by a miracle really, I ended up reading it and God used this to lead me to him. Now the thing was that even this, though this was the case, Next slide. I didn't, still didn't love the Bible. God used the Bible to bring me to himself, but I still didn't feel much love to it. Now, that sounds a bit weird, but you know, just, your mind just works in funny ways. You could say, I didn't feel the love tonight. And <laughs> I hadn't quite got there yet. But God was still working on me. He'd used that little red Bible to bring me to himself, and now he was continuing his work, which I would think was amazing. Now, next slide, that's okay, that's great. Now, what happened next is, you know, when you're into your sort of early 20s and life starts to, like, become more big and scary, 
as if it's not when you're younger anyway, I realized that I just couldn't do with this whole wishy-washy thing of what does God really think? What does God really say? I needed something to rely on. You could say when it was really dark, I started to see the light much brighter. Now, I was thinking about this. So imagine if I clung onto this here, to cling onto this. Oh, I need to know that this is going to be secure, otherwise I'm going to fall. When life is hard, we need something that's secure that we can rely on. We don't need wishy-washy things that we are just going to stick around in like the mud. And so I started to long for something that was solid and secure. And that's what really drew me to try and give the Bible another go. Now, next slide. It was like the light, and that was a lamp from earlier this sort of last week. When it's dark, you see the light much brighter. Next slide. So, what I began to do is this is why the whole theme is digging for the treasure, is I realized that I didn't really see the treasure, but maybe there was something I was missing. Maybe the Bible was a field of hidden treasure, and I needed to dig for it. Now, here is the first question. Now, in a few moments, I'm going to ask some volunteers, by the way, so have a think about if you'd like to volunteer for something we're going to do involving lots of balls in this pit over here. Now, the thing is, if we see a field, do we actually believe there's treasure? Now, if you saw that field there, put your hand up if you think there was treasure, if you would think there was treasure in that field, just by looking at it. Ah, oh, Noah would, yeah, great. Very optimistic, Noah, that's great. <laughs> but most, most people wouldn't. The thing is, if we're going to dig into the Bible, if we're going to take that step of digging in, which is quite hard, quite hard work when you begin with, we have to trust there actually is treasure there. That's the first thing that God was working on me. He was making me think, do I really trust him that there is something here to discover, even if I don't see it right now? Now, when we're digging, you just need to do one bit at a time. Now, this bit I'm going to need some volunteers for. So, if you like to think about, if you like to put your hand up if you like to volunteer, it involves lots of digging of balls, okay, in a ball pit. Come on, slowly some people volunteer. Oh, we've got a few volunteers. I'll select you in a moment. I just need to get my thingy. Here it is. Now, this, this bit is going to be very messy, but in a very exciting way. So, this ball pit here represents a field, and in it, there's hidden two secret scrolls in here somewhere that I made earlier. But when you see a ball pit, you're like, there's no scrolls in there. Do I really trust that there are scrolls in that ball pit? Now, I'm going to need some people to help me with this, actually. I'm going to need one person who can do some digging. Oh, with lots of choices. Oh, I can't. Who do we choose? So many people to choose from. Oh, uh, oh, oh, Dom. Dom, are you happy to come up? Ah, it's Dom, that would be great. So what we're going to do is we're going to dig in here and see what we can find. We're going to dig one trowelful, and we're going to get it everywhere. Okay, fantastic. Now, Dom, what we need to do in here is find the hidden scrolls. This is like the Bible, digging into it to find the treasure. So now, if you like to dig in there and throw it everywhere, okay? Throw it everywhere. Throw it. Throw it really high. Throw it really high. Up there. Up there. Up there. Throw. 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 Let's throw. Yeah. Throw them out. Oh, you found one. Great. Fantastic. Or could I have another volunteer to do some digging for me? Well done. You like to stay there with that Dom? That would be fantastic. So, oh, uh, who do we choose? Who do we choose? Very difficult. Do you want to choose uh, Candace? Yes. Yeah, great. Now, 
Candice, could you help me do some digging? Is that okay? You have to do a bit of the digging. Throw it on the audience a bit. That would be great. Okay. Okay, if you'd like to dig that, dig those out. See if you can find another scroll in there. This is a bit like, oh, that's great. That's great. The further out, the better. Oh, a bit over there for the band. That's great. Fantastic. See what you can see. There's a scroll in there somewhere. There's somewhere. There's a scroll somewhere. Somewhere it is. Where is it? Oh, I think I see it. I think I might see it. Does anyone see it? Oh, there we go. Oh, you found it. Well done. Would you like to both stand here? That would be fantastic. Well done for finding that. That was really good. I'd like to give that to me. That'd be great. So, Dom, could you unwrap your scroll to start with? Fantastic. Would you like to unwrap yours as well? Now, if you'd like to go to the next slide, that would be great. So here is how I first started to dig into the Bible. We're going to unwrap these scrolls in a moment. What I started to do is I started to write down verses like this and walk around with them and think about them and pray about them. And that was a bit like me taking a little trowel, little trowel, to just dig a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. It was really easy, and it meant I just focused on one bit at a time. And that, what that was amazing is it meant that I actually could see God working through the Bible in ways that I never knew before. That was one way. And now, next slide. Another way I did this to find this treasure was I got my headphones. I don't know if anyone's seen me in these headphones before. I, like, I wear them all the time. I listened to the Bible. Now, this is just one app you can use. This is the one I use. I used to listen to it, and I do this now. I find this amazing. Listen to a verse that really resonates with you, that really speaks to you, and over and over again. And it was amazing how God met me in that. And that was how I began to start finding treasure. And I cannot emphasize how amazing that is when you first discover what it is reading and listening to the Bible does. So I'd recommend, give that a go. Write down your favorite verses and try listening to them. Now, what we got here on these scrolls are two of the verses that I found special treasure in. So Dom, would you like to hold that one up? That'd be great. What does that say? Oh, wipe away every tear. You want to hold your one up? That would be great. Oh, oh, that's great. Let's do a little turn around, little turn around, little turn around. There we go, well done. Fantastic. This is just two examples. I wanted to be really, really specific here, because I know lots of people say I love the Bible, but you don't really know what it means. These are two ones that I really love to go to, to think about and really comfort me when I'm feeling alone or feeling like I need hope. Now, next slide. The first one is this one. I really love this one. It's from 1 Corinthians 6:19, And the idea here, why I've got temple, here's my treasure robe here. Now, would you, like, would you mind having I'll put this around you, is that okay? So, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> sort of thought, okay, that's fantastic. So it was a bit like God surrounding me. His one didn't fall off, don't worry. It was a bit like God surrounding me with his presence, telling me that just like a temple, just like a temple, God filled me up with his Holy Spirit. Because when I'm feeling so alone, I feel like no one's close to me, the idea that God fills me up like a temple with his Holy Spirit is so comforting. And that is one kind of treasure I found in the Bible. Now, next one. The next one is here. Well done. Thanks for that. That's great. Wipe away every tear. Now, lots of you will probably know this one. From Revelation 21, it says, he, as in God, will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Now, could I have one more volunteer who's willing to do a bit of acting? Is that okay? Is that okay? Um, Edie, and, Edie and Noah, why don't you both come up? 
Let's have sleep. So, wipe away every tear. Thanks for holding that dumb. Hope your arms aren't too tired there. That's great. <laughs> um, so, this is an amazing promise. It's the idea that one day God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. Now, what we need to do, we're going to, one, pretend, one of you is going to pretend to be God, one of you is going to pretend to be really sad, okay? So, who would like to pretend to be really sad? Oh, <laughs> Okay, well, so, so Edie, could you pretend to be really sad? Is that okay? And then Noah, could you pretend to give her a big hug and make her feel better? Okay. <laughs> so, so that's okay. Let's, let's do that. So, Edie, could you be really sad? Be really sad for us? Aww. Aww. Really sad. And that's what God does to us. Wipes away every tear from our eyes. That includes all the wonderful things that gives us a hug, all those amazing things like that. The idea that one day he will wipe away every tear. That gives me so much hope. And that's another kind of treasure I found in the Bible. Now, would you like to give a big round of applause to our amazing volunteers? Well done. Well done, Dom. That was great. Thanks so much. Ah, you've got the rubber band. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks for holding that. That was really great. Thanks for being okay to be cloaked in the temple as well. Okay, next one. Let's see. The Bible is a field of hidden treasure. This is what I began to discover. The Bible is a field of hidden treasure. And I didn't see it at first, but when I went digging, when I wrote down those verses, when I started to listen to it, it was like me digging into it. Whoa! Okay. It was a bit like that. It's quite hard sometimes and quite dramatic. Or it can be really subtle. It can be just a bit like this. Digging into it and finding that treasure hidden there. Two little illustrations quickly. Has anyone heard of a geode before? Anyone heard of that? So these are like rocks that grow, and inside them, if you break them open, they look like that. That's like what the Bible is. It may look all plain on the outside, but inside, when we begin to explore more and more, it's like hidden treasure. Now, one more. Has anyone ever seen an oyster? Oh, there's, oh I forgot this. There's this amazing geode that's so large. Oh, sorry, Ian. Let's go back one. There's this amazing geode that's so large that you can actually get inside it. That's a bit like what I think God wants us to do with the Bible. He wants us to actually get inside it, a bit like this, okay? Sort of dive into it. Get really stuck in. Dive into it. And just like you do in those ball pits. I used to love those ball pits. That's like what he wants us to do. Now, one last thing. When I was on the beach the other day, we were at Hastings Beach, and I found these shells. You won't be able to see these very well from here shells. They didn't look very impressive, but they are oyster shells. Does anyone know what is inside an oyster? Can anyone shout it out? Shout it out. A pearl. So in some oysters, there is a pearl that forms. If you just looked at the outside, if you just looked at the outside, you might think there's nothing there. But inside, there is a hidden treasure of the pearl. I think those are two really helpful illustrations. Right. The Bible is a field of hidden treasure. You might not see it at first, but it is worth digging for. And my invitation to everyone here, no matter what your age, what your background is, will you give the Bible another go? Will you be willing to dig into it more than ever before? Dig into it. Put those balls over there. There you go. Dig into it and see what you might find. Here's a top tip. Start with a favorite verse. Maybe you find the whole Bible impossible to deal with, and I felt like this at one point. 
If you know even one verse that you feel some sort of warmth to, start with that one. Maybe repeat it over again. Maybe draw it out. Maybe write it out. Maybe listen to it on repeat on a Bible app. And that is amazing what God can do to speak to us through places we never thought He'd do before. Next one. Don't stay on the surface. The surface may look all grey, all dull, or boring. Make sure you dig in and find that treasure. Fantastic. Now here is a little picture from back on the beach over the summer, and there at the side you might see Tris. There he is. So this is what God. He, this is what I was saying at the beginning. We don't have to dig alone. God doesn't say you have to do all this digging yourself. He says you can ask me to help you. We can ask God to help us dig through all this stuff here. Dig through, and He will help us. Just like we can help each other build sandcastles on the beach. So I recommend to you, if you really struggle with the idea of how we're going to get into the Bible, ask God for help and say, God, please help me to dig. So here is our final invitation before we go into our next song, Your Word. Will you dig for treasure? Will you be willing to go beyond the surface, even if you never have before, and find treasure that you never knew was there? I can't recommend this enough because I used to literally couldn't relate to anything in the Bible, and then when I began to dig, it was amazing the treasures that I found. Now this next song, I'm going to move this in a moment. Let's. <laughs> Actually, no, it's in the way. It's in the way. No, it's okay. Let's leave it. Let's leave it. That's exciting. This next song is a song that's written by Emmanuel itself, thinking about your word, and it being a light in the darkness. This word, this song, celebrates all the hidden treasure that is found in the Bible. So I thought this would be an amazing response, an amazing way of us saying, "God, I'm going to give the Bible another go. I'm going to dig. I'm going to keep looking until I find the treasure." Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week.